0: racing green light they're set to go green lights on set for a start is holding on. For but it is all heart style rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the melbourne cup in Hunters, welcome along. We count down to the Group 2 McKenna at Sandown Park on Thursday and we're getting this podcast out to you nice and early so you can back the winners, get the best price and everybody's happy. I think it's as simple as that. Jason Adams joining us, Jace,
1: as always, mate. How are you up? Yeah, well, thanks, Jim. I wish it was simple as that, but uh <laughs> we've had a reasonable track record over the past few weeks, so hopefully you're bang on, mate. Hey,
0: mate, the form at Sandown's been good. Uh, my tipping, I must say, I had a bit of an off night at the Meadows and it got to uh, to race 11 and I don't think I'd tipped a winner and then race 12, still hadn't tipped a winner and I was thinking, what's the punishment for, for that? I thought maybe I have to do the podcast nude on on uh, next Saturday, but the good news was knowing won race 12 at the Meadows. So I think everybody's happy about that. But, uh, yeah, another exciting week in the McKenna itself, a group two over the 595. It's an intriguing race. I love these middle-distance events because, as we always say, you get those sprinters, you get the the stronger dogs they meet in the middle, and, and then you've got those out-and-out 600-metre out dogs as well. And I'm sure the club would be tickled pink with the field they've put together for the McKenna this year.
1: Yeah, it's a good field, Jim. And the heats were really good last week. And I love the, the middle distance features as well. And even just having a glimpse at the market just before suggests it's quite open. I think it's a couple of $3 and not only good uh, rates from a a depth of of quality point of view, but also from a punting point of view, I think people will be able to get involved for sure.
0: Well, we like the sounds of that.
1: Run of
0: the week. Run of the week. I thought it would be only fair. We look towards the McKenna Heats and this was Stout Manelli. Now, there were question marks on this runner. Coming over from South Australia, is he going to match it with these Victorians, a former West Australian originally? And will he put any doubters to bed with this amazing performance from box number two? And away, even line, speed in the middle, Rickett and Rick, trying to drive through with Stout Manelli and it's been able to keep the lead. Out deeper on the track was Dewitt, trying to move forward now Aston Ulysses from on the inside Graceland Bale and they drop Rowan Bale and Nick's Bale out the back. Stout Manelli down the back leads by a length and a half on Rickett and Rick who's stalking. Third was Dewitt. Running on next was Aston Ulysses. They're well clear from Rowan Bale. Off the back, Stout Manelli the leader. Rickett and Rick's trying to run it down. Comes to the outside. Behind them was Dewitt. The leader was Stout Manelli And Stout Manelli all of the way beats Rickett and Rick and Aston Ulysses. Fourth in was Dewitt. Clear then of Nick Spale. Who Big there. performance, that Stout Manelli defeating some really, really good Greyhounds in behind as well. And This is just a little segue into who our special guest will be later on on the show. Can you guess who it would be, Jace?
1: No, I wouldn't be the one and only D. Gill.
0: It's not. Timmy Aloisi. It is Tim Aloisi. I'm, I'm not sure if this is the... The, the great soccer player or just a greyhound owner. But we're going to get to know Timmy Alawisi a bit later on in the show. And what I've been told is he's not near as good at kicking soccer balls as his namesake. But that was a big win from Stout Manelli. I know his form in South Australia, look, it had been really good. thirty three sixty eight. he went uh, at Angle Park one night, smashing Meet Joe Black. And that form stacked up. I think Meet Joe Black has won about four on the bounce before being beat last week. So he sort of had the good form line, but he come across to Melbourne joined Dave Gill, which is only a plus, no doubt about that, and, and he was sensational.
1: He was good, and even speaking of Dave after the win, I think he was a little bit surprised himself about how well Stout run out in 600 metres. So, yeah, he's made an impact on this series, and he's going he, you to know, jump as, as one of the big players. Thursday's
0: preview. Well, nice and early. We're recording Monday. This episode will be out nice and early for those listening. They can sink their teeth in and just gnaw at the carcass of plenty of winners here at Sandown Park on Thursday night. Jace. let's rip through it, mate. Race number one, the mate and final. I'm going with Aston Miles. I just like his early speed
1: in what is a very, very hard race. It is. was number seven, Lady Dior. I so thought she was all over him on Sunday. She's got a, a big motor, so Hopefully, the clear crack goes well.
0: Race two, Triumph, uh, was a winner last week. I can't see why it can't reproduce yet.
1: Yeah, I agree. Got home really well, and I still think there's a bit of room uh, of improvement in him in, in terms of his early speed. So, yep. Yeah. Can't, can't disagree.
0: Race three, I'm sort of leaning to the one and the two here. Trenzel Law, who I think's got a nice form line, but I'm probably going to go with not happening because you go through the, the dogs he's been racing against in the 7.15 up in Sydney. He went to that series, was beaten three and a half by Gypsy Wyong, who's won about 55 group ones. So his form is better than these not happening, but he just hasn't won for a while.
1: Yeah, he's the old head of this field, Jim, but he's got every opportunity, as you say. He's probably lucky that he hasn't lined up in the following race, the mix four or five, and found himself in a grade five. So, yep, hopefully, uh, experience can can play to something here.
0: Race four, Jarek Bale, hard to go past him. No luck last week, but uh, he's a
1: superstar. Yeah, he got carved up something serious last week. So, Back over the 700 metres where it was so good through the Sandown Cup period. So, yep, too hard to go against him.
0: Race five, I'm with a bit of a roughie here, Cordius Rico. I just think there's a bit of pace. The one, the three, the five, the six, they can all go forward. The one's going to push up the track, and that's what's going to be the, the, the telling factor of this race. And I can just see Cordius Rico missing the
1: kick, finding the rail and hitting the line. The pace will be pretty fierce. I went with Zara Ziv, and I thought he can be a part of that early brigade. That he's a bit of an all-rounder now. He can do it uh, from a couple of different points of view, so I'll be with him.
0: Race six, tough one over the 5.95. I'll go with plan ahead, hopefully
1: to jump to the front and lead all of the way. Yeah, I'll miss the blue as well. Plan ahead, he's just going so well. I saw some comments from Jeff Britton plugging how well he's going at the moment,
0: so I'm on board too. Race seven, compliance, just has to reproduce what he did last week, and I think he holds on this week.
1: Yes, hopefully you can do exactly the same thing, but win, correct.
0: McKenna Memorial, Group 2, outstanding field. Who wins it, Jace?
1: I reckon Timmy's boy, Stout Manelli. I was tossing up between him or Aston Ulysses. I just thought Stout might be able to get the jump on him early on and after hearing what Dave Gill said last week, he wouldn't rule out some sort of improvement to second crack uh, at the track over this distance. So yeah. I'll be with him. What about you? Oh, it's tough. I like the one, two, and the three. I'll go with
0: Aston Ulysses. He's just an old warrior. He's a favourite of mine. Paulia is a good bloke. And terrific feel, though. But uh, if he gets the right run, Aston Ulysses, he'll be there about. The last four races, the ninth event... Another hard race. I'm going with Bumpy's dad, Roy. I just like the early speed he's been showing of late, and I think he'll outpace the two, but Ephemeral may get in the way early, and if that's the case, I think the four taste the gold comes into play.
1: Best of the night for me here, Jim. Number three, Bumpy's dad, Roy. I think uh, he can go better than what he did last start, so if he finds the top, I don't think they'll beat him. Big run last week from
0: Queen Lena. Um, She draws the inside this time. I think she's going to be really hard to beat in race number 10.
1: Yeah, definitely, and a smart one of, of many from the Desert Arch Kennel, so I'll be with her too. Race
0: 11, I think the four is clearly the dog to beat. modern Kalinda if, if she can put it all together that she has done the last two on the Provincials, but Osprey Phantom, I just think he's come back, he's full of confidence, he was unlucky last time when he was trying to explode from box eight, draws better, will cross the red immediately. This is my best bet on the each way, Osprey Phantom number two, and I'm a little scared about the four, Jace, but I think it's going to be a two-dog race given they both get clear runs.
1: Yeah, I'm with the four modern Kalinda and just got a lot of upside, doesn't she? And it is a test coming to the city. Um, well, not for the first time, but for the first time in in Grade Five company. But I think she's good enough.
0: Race twelve, the lucky last ten o six, the early finish, which I'm really keen on. Like to get to bed nice and early, Jason. That's what Sandown allow. I'm with Orahitas here, number one. I think she's for real. Is going to show the immediate speed, and then Orahitas with the acceleration against the rail will be pretty hard to beat. Draw nicely.
1: Yeah, number three, wobbly boots for me for the the man who seems to own every dog in Australia, George Ferrugia.
0: Hunters Punting Club. Hunters Punting Club. Spreadsheet's open, as you know, the new financial year. We're now taking a no to the Hunters Punting Club and. I'm doing two a week. Obviously, you and Corey Smith will only do one a week. So, therefore, my dividend will be cut in half as we, we keep a tally of the leaderboard. But right at the moment after one meeting, Corey Smith went each way uh, and he got a placing with Well Grounded. I bombed out uh, with my runner Lawless on Saturday night. So, I need to improve, So I'll kick it off here. Race 11, $25 each way on number two Osprey Phantom. And look, I'm fairly confident. As I say, you can either do a multi- of two legs or a win or place bet.
1: So how are you going to do it, Jace? Well, quite surprised you mentioned uh, my tackle from last week's podcast, Ima Warrior who got the chocolate. So mm. good on him. Uh this week the way I'm going about it is race 9 number 3 Bumpy's uh, Dad Roy. So 50 on the beak for him. On the beak. Oh, I like that. Yep. Confidence to
0: kickstart the new financial year. Jace has done the taxes and he's got a little bit more back than he expected. Is that is that the, is that the go?
1: Oh, it's definitely not the case. And if it is, it it won't last too long. I promise you that. Nah, good luck, mate. Thanks for coming on again. Cheers, Jim.
0: Inside Info. Inside Info, the McKenna... Thursday night at Sandown Park, and I like to take a bit of a, a different look at these races and sometimes get a hold of an owner, and I've been able to do that with Tim Aloisi, who's joining us on the line. And, Timmy, you've got Stout Manelli and the McKenna, but before we chat about that, do you ever get, uh, I guess, confused with uh, the great soccer player?
2: Uh, yeah, usually people ask if, if we're related, um, and, yeah, it's actually our cousin. But, um, yeah, no-one kind of knew our our family's last name until uh, the World Cup.
0: Ah, well, there you go. So you actually are related? Yeah, we are, yeah. It's my cousin, Oh, yeah. oh there you go. I didn't know that. Are uh, you any good at soccer, mate? Yep. Um, I played a little bit as a kid, but, yeah, mainly AFL for me. Oh, well, there you go. Well, you're kicking goals, obviously, not just in the Greyhound game by the sounds of it. I know you uh, You run a pretty successful business over there in South Australia and, and then you're involved in the Greyhounds. And I. Just by looking, mate, the, the greyhound side of things have, have grown pretty quickly and you've had some great success since you've been involved.
2: Um, yeah, look, well, we, <clears throat> we try our best. Um, it's all a bit of a hobby, um, probably a bit out of control the last four to five years because as any owner you want better and faster and, um, yeah, we breed and we buy and that. So, yeah, we've been having a little bit of luck. As everyone, you have your ups and downs and um, you push through it and try to find those those good times
0: speaking of good times, you own Rajasthan, you are able to pick him up. You, you've often been willing to purchase greyhounds, spend a bit on them and, and, and this was the ultimate reward, I guess, with a greyhound like Rajasthan who just became an out-and-out warrior. He won you a Sandown Cup which you were on track for. Can you just explain that journey quickly?
2: Um, yeah. So, I love stayers. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm always, yeah, you know, you're on the hunt looking for dogs that you think, um, you know, might, might do good things. Um, we come across Rajasthan and he had a got a ticket at Sandown and his form tapered off a fair bit so I contacted um the owner and trainer of the dog and yeah we purchased him and yeah he ended up he's probably been our most successful dog and probably a journey that you know you can't really explain or describe but you know the thrill we had with owning Rajasthan for two years um yeah it was unreal really it's it's what you strive for and it's what makes our sport you know, probably one
0: of the best sports going around. Yeah, it keeps the uh, the drive, doesn't it, to try and get a greyhound like a Rajasthan. And, look, you've got one who's very, very good at the moment, Stout Manelli, who ah. we speak of, drawn box number three in the McKenna Memorial. My co-host for this podcast, Jason Adams, he's all over Stout Manelli. He thinks there's a little bit of improvement on that second run at Sandown under race conditions. And, look, he was outstanding last week. He was actually at the start of this show. If you go back and listen to the podcast, Timmy, Stout Manelli was the run of the week from last week. That's how good he went.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was a bit of a left of field um, decision. We, I decided um, <clears throat> after the anniversary cup, we didn't have nothing in Adelaide. Um, and we're pretty honest with our dogs. Like a lot of them do well in Adelaide, but they are genuine Adelaide dogs. Um, Scouts got a bit of pace. And I said um, to Matthew Lehman, who I own the dog with, you know, I'd love to keep training him. But to be honest, the dog's good enough to go to Victoria and be very competitive. So it was hard for me to, you know, to, to take him out the kennel and send him the days. But um, we just decided that was probably, you know, the right kennel and, and that was at the right time to do it. And, um, yeah, we weren't really looking at the kennel, to be honest. The um, plan was we give him a 500 at the meadows and we're going to look to step him up. And, um, yeah, he went around on the Wednesday and um, he hit the rail and ran up the arse of a dog. And um, I had a chat with Dave after the race and decided because he's always run with blinkers since a putt, to um, remove the blinkers and we trialed him at um, Geelong and he went really well and Dave rang me up and he said, Timmy's he's, he's gone super, he went, you know, 25, 60 odd and he said, I don't think I'll put him in at the meadow Saturday night, we'll go to Sandown. So, um, <clears throat> you know, the dog wasn't 600 fit, to be honest, and that was his first look at Sandown. So we think he can probably find another two to three just on fitness and having a second look. So yeah, we're wrapped with his run.
0: Well mate, he looks a big player. We wish you well and just before we let you go, is there a race that you'd love to win? You've obviously won a Sandown Cup. Is there one that you're you're striving to get your hands on?
2: Um oh look it probably it's gonna probably be a bit of a left if you one, but um we love South Australian racing, although we do send our dogs elsewhere. And you know, I could sit here and say a million dollar chase and Melbourne Cup and I would love to win something like that. But personally, Adelaide Cup to me, mm. would, I would love to win Adelaide Cup just because it's our local, you know, big race. And every year we kind of try to put something in. And we've run a third with Honcho Minnelli and that's as good as we've got. So, yeah, for me, take money away from it would be an Adelaide Cup for sure.
0: Well, it's exciting, mate. We wish you well on that uh, that journey to winning an Adelaide Cup. But start with a McKenna on Thursday night and we wish you well moving forward. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, there he is, Tim Aloisi, a name famous in the sporting archives here in Australia. and. Maybe getting uh, getting stronger now with Timmy Aloisi taking the collar and lead and having some great success. We wish him well uh, in the McKenna with Stout Manelli. If you want to know more about the great sport of greyhound racing, you can head to grv.org.au or follow Greyhound Racing Victoria on all of their socials. It's going to be a big night of racing at Sandown on Thursday. Good luck. Happy punning. We'll chat to you later in the week.